This is Lost and Rewound on Radio Free Brooklyn. Time to get embarrassed with us. It is our 49th episode of Lost and Rewound, our 26th for Radio Free Brooklyn, and it is our last episode of Season 3. My name is Alon. And I am Jimmy. And in the studio with us, we have a special guest, Doug Johnson. Hello, y'all. We were supposed to have another guest with us here, and sadly, Melissa Lloyd fell ill at the last minute. I received a message from her this morning of recording, and I'm really sad that she couldn't be here with us because now I feel kind of incomplete. Yeah, I hope she feels better. I feel like she would have enjoyed bullshitting with us here in the studio. Um, the but, that, but, but that said, if but she, she's all right though, like she's okay. just like some bad taquitos or something. I mean, she said a stomach virus, of which if that was the that case, could come from bad taquitos. Yeah, it's, that's what happens. God when damn you it, get, those bad taquitos! When you you buy from Seven Eleven late at night, it's been rolling around in that little that little like you know glass cabinet. Mm-hmm. It's not safe. The nature of this episode is uh, we're going to look back. We're going to look back in the time, but not just like time before the show, but time during the show and. Listening to all the fun stuff that happened on this, I, I enjoy that you guys are making a clip show of your clip show. Yes, and now yeah. we're talking about the clips. Super the meta, clips. super meta. Yeah, so the snake is eating its tail. It's you know, you guys, you guys at home can't tell, but we're all wearing tuxedos right now. This is true. So you know, it's a, it's a special event. Well, my, mine's more of like a thrown together um, tuxedo that is not actually like a button down. It's called but... creative black tie. Is that what? It, is that yeah, what? Yeah, that's what you. That's what you're rocking. It, it's like the shirt that looks like a tuxedo. Is that what oh, I was no, thinking that about? doesn't count. No, 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 no. <laughs> if you go as far as getting like a tattoo, t- like a, a tattoo of a tuxedo shirt on your body, that would count. But no tuxedo t-shirts. Considering the content, there's not going to be a whole lot of us, but certainly a lot of, I guess, just us, but not now. But past us. Past us. Not current. Not present us. Exactly. So let's. I love past me. Past. <laughs> Let's dive right past, in. Past me made a lot of mistakes. Past me, true. Well, past you at least. <laughs> Yo, past me is a ham and a half. Yeah, future me. Certified. F- future me has a cloudy outlook. <laughs> <laughs> Present me just is very lethargic. I'm no. sorry to hear that. Yeah. I wonder how many versions you would actually could count of yourself. Does that have to be like defined divisions, or are we talking every second there's a new version? I mean, that sounds pretty infinite to me. Yeah, I know. We're talking about this. What is that little that little... The termite or whoever that jumps, inch, the inch and jumping. Yeah, the fourth dimension me is just an insect waiting to get killed. <laughs> <laughs> well, aren't we all? Aren't we all? <laughs> well, let's dive into it. Please enjoy this clip congregation of all of the mentionings of titles over the past season. of recreational sports did you play not in school but just like on your own did you like do the stick ball or the kickball or the i, I think that um trick ball <laughs> yo trick balling trick balling <laughs> in my senior year 
I've never scored a point at all in any of these games. And the only point I ever made was a three-pointer. And everybody went crazy. Like, it got read up in the yearbook. I couldn't believe it. They called it the E3. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's amazing. That was actually my uh, nickname throughout all of my uh, basketball career in career. Right? Dude, can I just call you E3 from now on? <laughs> that's amazing. It's not copyrighted as far as I'm concerned. Dude, E3, dude. When I was in one class in high school, the teacher goes... I want you to write down what nickname you want on this piece of paper. I will call you whatever you write down. And you could have been anything. She says anything. Wow. She says, make sure you're serious about it because I'm going to call you this for the rest of the year. <laughs> wow. And, and I'm not going to go back on it. That's awesome. So I was like, yo, I'm going to write The Flash. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I had to move away from the mic there for a second. Dude, that's really funny. That's a really great comparison based on someone like me who never got away with ever having his name different except for just being spelled and pronounced wrong. But it was always Alon because there was never anybody else around me that was Alon. If I was writing down my name on a similar sheet of what your teacher had given, I probably would have just said E just to make it simple. E3 in the flash. (laughs) I guess I quit slash got fired because I didn't know how to tie up the boat. And the boat started to float away one day. Oh, no. And it's like a multi-million dollar catamaran, right? And yeah. it's funny, though, because this guy was walking by the on the boardwalk, and he said, oh, is this where the first mate position I should apply for it? And I was like, I don't know if my job is open, but please tie up this boat. So. <laughs> Here is your first exam. <laughs> yeah. Tie up this boat for me. You know, that like reconfirmed that there is a God because that boat was going out. <laughs> Whoa, Jeff, look at that. Ew, all the trees are dying. I like we cooped up some axes. Come on, take them out. Let's kick some butt. They don't have butts. We can just kick some trees. <laughs> Yo, your voice was deep for six years old. For six old. years old, I was Holy, even thinking it. You weren't lying. The Brooklyn was strong <laughs> in you. Yeah, it's got to be treats back there. They don't have butts. Inclement weather's really rad. Our music's pretty bad, but we like it just a tad. So instead of being sad, you stick a poker in your eye. It makes you want to cry, and now you want to die. Uh, Jimmy? (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I I got a good idea. Can you be fast and slick? Yes. Hey, Jimmy, can you be fast and slick? (laughs) And I was just like, yeah. (laughs) And then became your, like, trademark. Yo, that is, it was so funny because I just thought to myself, yo, that's exactly how I describe myself in two words. (laughs) Fast and slick. And I looked over and I saw this stuffed chicken, and we'd bought this stuffed chicken for a buck from the dollar store. Or actually, we bought ten stuffed chickens for a dollar each. So I showed the chicken to my dad at the dollar store, and it's like a well-made chicken for a buck. And when I see value, I gotta let my pops know. So I was like, hey, dad, check out this chicken. It's a pretty goofy-looking chicken for a dollar. And he goes, oh, that thing's great. Uh, Let's get ten. And I'm like, "Uh, why ten? And he goes, don't worry. We'll need them. 
trust me, we'll need them. They refused to serve soda at the cafeteria because they wanted to promote less sugar consumption. That, that many years ago, really? That seems like a modern day idea, but I like to think that they were progressive. That was forward thinking. I'm then. recalling that they served something called bug juice, which is bug the- juice, dude. I was just thinking, do they serve bug juice? So this isn't this is exclusive. A, this is a thing. Dude. This is a thing. It's a thing. Tell me about bug juice. Bug juice is just jungle juice, usually fruit punch or something. You know, you can't tell it's not normal fruit punch. <laughs> they mix it together with something, <laughs> and it just is sugary water. And yeah. there's always bugs in it because you're in camp. In a, a sort of a state of rebellion, drove my car to the border of Canada and drove back, and <laughs> managed to successfully listen to the entirety of this album, this compilation, if you will, going to the border of Canada and then back. And when I got to the border, the border patrol was like, what the fuck is your problem? (laughs) (laughs) And I just told them, I was like, look, I really don't want to go into your country. I honestly, I just wanted to drive to the border. They still searched the car anyway. They're like, are you sure? Like, they were like really, really concerned. (laughs) How much money are you holding on you? (laughs) It it wasn't a big deal uh, with them, but it was a big deal to my dad when I got back at, oh, I don't know, about 8 a.m. All right, that's it. Where the hell is that titty boob coming from? Oh, that? Those are my ribs. For some odd reason, which I have no clue about, every time I make some bad joke or wisecrack, I'll always make a titty boom. Strange. Dorothy, a female D, Ray, a drop of going song. Me, my name, I call myself Fly. A long, long way to run, though. I need to put a fret tea. I drink red and fret. Michael Royal Boulder Show, hallelujah. Michael Royal Boulder Show, Michael Royal Boulder Show, hallelujah. Michael Royal Boulder Show, hallelujah. Uh. Daisy, Daisy, uh. give me your hands uh. or two. I have crazy, and I'm enough of you. You can be the childless marriage. I can before the carriage, but you look sweet in the panacea and a bicycle before two. You could not stop singing at all, could you? I guess not. <laughs> Remember that you that there was the spaceship on your lawn. There was a spaceship, and yeah, there it was, was a full size spaceship. <laughs> like, a, and I you could go you in it. You could go inside of it. <laughs> we did. We did. You know teenage things in spaceships and it was, um, it was fun. that was a good one I think that was one of my favorite teenage ones. spaceship listen yes. teenage <laughs> spaceship times elemental is 4-4 four, four, and it is flying it is a very good card because it can it's horrible it has a huge casting cost it should go it should die in hell that's it, it should rot in hell and die of gonorrhea now that's a false statement because air cannot go to hell how do you know I don't but it can't. And the Earth Elemental, which is 4 or 5. Thanks! They all have a huge cousin. Go back to Jersey. It's pathetic. Thank you. Did you catch that Scrooged reference in there? In the very end? No. Go back to Jersey, you <laughs> moron! Oh my god. Wow. That's my favorite part of the clip. Other than air can go to hell. Doom, boom, 
round sea that you'll join us for some sun-dried coitus. Up here, there's no snow, just fiery fellatio. It's hotter than Jupiter. When I feel this in your poopiter, you'll feel so alive as we all muff dive. An exotic vacation from sad masturbation. I'll just say the word, just say the word. I'll just say the word, just say the word, just say the word. Yes, just say the word. Solar is the word, solar is the word. Yes, solar is the word, solar is the word. Smash in 1985 for the group Chicago and a request and dedication from Christy in Connecticut to her best friend and inspiration, Amber. That was unreal. <laughs> that might be the top clip I've ever heard on this show. And there's I, I, a I lot. Think I, I think I would agree, actually. Yeah. Nothing really beats Casey Kasem. Rest in peace to the god. We'll give you a name, Dickhead. You like it? I like it. Okay. If I can predict the way that this show is going to play out for this week, it's going to be predominantly vulgarities thrown everywhere. It will be a vulgarity smorgasbord, the the horn of yeah. plenty of vulgarities. Well, Michael gets horny over looking at Betsy dressed in her winter coat. I can tell that you had a very similar vocabulary that I had as a child. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. As soon as we learned the bad words, they, we just started flinging them out like water. It's crazy. Royce the Five Nine had the great line: "I'll turn your chest hair into taco meat." <laughs> I've I, I've actually had women call my chest hair taco meat before. I had no idea what it was. What? Yeah, she goes. That's hey, like, gross. She goes. Hey, you got that taco meat? I was just like, yeah, exactly. Thank you for ruining my day. <laughs> the whole conception of the band that we were in called the Dirty Potatoes. <laughs> Elena was the lead singer. Her name was Rachel Violence, and then. I was called Tater Tots, and Jillian was called Spud. Can you say this? Brought to you by Grandma's Sexy Little Secret. (laughs) That's, That's one of the most amazing things anyone's ever asked me to say, and I will do it. Brought to you by Grandma's Sexy Little Secret. Ancestral. <laughs> yes. This is what yes. happens in the studio here. I had a Mondo crush on the girl who played my daughter. That's she awkward. Was an eighth grader. Bum, she was bum, taller than you, too. Bum. She was She was way taller than I was, yes. Go for yeah, it, man. Yeah, you know them tall, uh, them tall I, chicks. I, I, I could not go for it. I was. I had zero game. I had less than game. Uh, That'd be a great name for a movie where a kid gets game. Less than game. Less than game. <laughs> <laughs> he had to learn game from the best. <laughs> like Michael Jordan somehow comes in. He's like, yeah, I'm going to teach you how to play basketball <laughs> and pick up women I, and grow little mustaches. I'll be honest with you, Jimmy. I was so uncool in middle school, I would not have known who Michael Jordan Get was. Get out of town. You were uncool in middle my- school? <laughs> <laughs> we got the tape to prove it. You, along with myself, have some product called Lost and Rewound. Yeah, it's our- crazy. <laughs> so, it's our- absolutely crazy. This is what I think they call in fighting games a mirror match, but no animosity. Yeah. It's just simply put, who would have ever thought this would ever have occurred? Yes, because it could have so easily been called something else, my show. I remember after this was created, I was thinking to myself, there's no way this could ever be a movie. It wouldn't make any sense. It would have to be a cartoon. This could never be live action. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and me, protagonist me, 
hero me is is up against the exactly baller me is up against the wall the blue nikes were the equivalent of the ruby slippers so there's obviously a lot of things made it like some green undershorts that that would have been really great be like yo i got my green underwear on we're good all you gotta do (laughs) is like take a dump in your pants (laughs) you'll go back in time (laughs) so i wanted to get like some sort of marijuana at, at minimum of what we can get because the drinking was fun, but I was like, I want to smoke. So he had like an uncle, and I hope he doesn't mind me saying this. He just seemed very shady. He'd come in for 10 minutes, quickly rush out, put on like a button down. Like he just looked like something illegal was going on. And then we kept asking him. He's like, yeah, don't worry, don't worry. And I was there a month. And then after like a week, he hands us a newspaper folded up into like a square. So we're opening the newspaper, open it, open it. And it looks like terrible weed. Except there was a feather in it. I don't know what. I swear there was a little yellow feather. And we smoked that shit. And this is that barricade stuff. Yeah. In the journal, half of the show is me trying to steal someone else's boyfriend, Justin R. All I right. like, wanted him bad. And she kept saying she's going to break up with him. She didn't. And um, there's Let's an entry. Let's speed things up. <laughs> there's an entry where I say. Me and Chris French kissed three or four weeks ago, but it don't matter because I broke up with him two days ago. I like Justin. I've been flirting out of my mind with him. That's what I said. Flirting out of my mind. I don't even know what that means. Out of my mind flirting. What is out of your mind flirting? Flirting with reckless abandon. Are you a Democrat? No, man. I have independence, man. I don't go into that stupid political crap. You will soon be a Republican. Whoa, look at those fangs. He's a vampire. Yes, I am. Now, I have one final thing before I devour you. What's that? Read my lips. No new taxes. <laughs> wow. Prescient in so many ways. I'm telling you, man. Yep. This is, uh, I think this mind powers. Mind powers. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, uh, that was really something. That was really something. The twilight of the Danziger zone. Mm-hmm. mention the title of the corresponding episode except for one and that is the episode with angel which is called sing like an angel but the whole episode is her singing pretty much anyway but no one said sing like an angel in correct the episode. correct mm. e3 in the flash um e, the, <laughs> the original mentioning of e3 was in the episode called trick ball that was our first episode for radio free brooklyn and then we also talked about The Flash on another occasion later on in the season. But the first mentioning of it, Jimmy very fortuitously was like, E3 in The Flash, like Smokey and the Bandit. That story last time, or when it aired originally and this time, made me think of the movie Little Giants. Oh, my God. Where yeah. um, uh, Ed O'Neill was like the football hero in high school. And there's like a billboard of him. And I was imagining like the E3 billboard of you hooping in, in Woodstock. And, and driving into town and seeing that child you on a billboard. There is a photo in the yearbook, as mentioned, where I um, – it's not me taking the, the shot, but I'm 
can picture the shot like it was yesterday. Is the photo of you in the yearbook you with a flat top? Could, <laughs> that would be amazing. Could you, I wish. Could you paint the shot so I can see it like it was yesterday? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's like a, you've got like a Sistine Chapel in your house, and it's I, on the ceiling, and it's just you making the shit. <laughs> I sincerely wish that there was a Sistine Chapel rendering of high school Jewish white kid with frosted tips. But sadly, I had already moved past the frosted tips at this point. Oh, man. I mean, Joey Fatone. It's many, there's many idols people can have. Your frosted tips idols? Yeah, I'm just trying to think of all of the all of the great men. <laughs> we had a lot of good guests come on, uh, especially from you, Jimmy, including uh, we heard in there Kesley, and we had Zach uh, calling in, and then uh, your buddy Sam, who was talking about his game in high school from doing what we learned from Joy as showmance. Yeah, I, I realize from you cataloging it there, I got to bring in more guests. <laughs> I got to bring more guests on this show. I realized, too, as they were going through the clips, I was like, hmm. And these, these are barely any of my guests. <laughs> I saw I saw your face turn a little bit, Doug, during David Lawson's uh, Solar is the Word. Oh, is that? I couldn't tell that was the title of it. Yes. <laughs> That's a bad song. <laughs> he, he but can... he seems to know that, so I don't feel like I'm offending anybody. I didn't even know it was a song when it was happening. I was like, "Is what is this? And the lyrics are just nuts. Yeah. he Well, what he had told us when he came onto the show was that he wrote this actually a lot later than what normally corresponds to typical Lost and Rewound content. Sure. A lot of the stuff that we do is a little bit older. And his was, I think, what did he say, like nine years old or something? Like he did like nine years ago. But it's so unabashedly within the same ethos of everything we do here that we just it made so much sense to have him on to talk about it because he refused to listen to it until bringing it here in the studio. So he recognizes that it's probably just as awful as you think it sounded, but that's the intention. I mean, sure. he, he wrote it and recorded it like by himself. Like in his room, but he wrote out like a whole. That was one of how many songs? I think he had about seven. Yeah, it, it was, was. It was a musical. It was a mini musical about going to the sun. It was crazy. Yeah, about what going to the sun and it, having sex on the sun. Exactly. Like life on Earth is sad because it's too cold. We, I want to be hot all the time. So why not just move to the sun and live on the sun? I mean, that's as good a premise for a musical as any i've ever heard exactly having the ability to write anything with uh coitus in the lyrics is a pretty yeah rhyming coitus with anything is, well, like, is pretty fun jupiter pooper i guess what i guess you're right because when it comes to musicals you know who was the guy that was like all right i got the best new act in town cats need i say more <laughs> <laughs> there is no premise to that show and it cats some want to get you know fish other ones have dreams? <laughs> other ones are vegetarians. <laughs> you know, sometimes, you know, they get the other ones make fun of them. <laughs> they don't let them play in their cat games. <laughs> sometimes they have to lead Santa's sleigh at night, you know, things cats do. Let's take a listen to some more highlights. With all of the funny voices heard on tape, we were equally inspired to emulate those voices as adults. With Jimmy as a genuine mimic, I call it hop-switching. I felt at times equally inspired to try as well, and sometimes fail at doing my own voices. But ultimately, us and the guests alike would get in on the fun. Here are some smatterings of what came about. There's something about, like, that Brooklyn ease where you say 
a lot, but nothing. And oh, yeah. It, 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 it transcends, like, everybody gets it, but nobody gets it. Oh, of course, yeah. You know? It, there's something about it. Like, because anytime that I put it on and do it, people, like, eat it up, man. Yeah, people absolutely love that stuff. And you just, like you do, you just say nothing. You yeah. say all this stuff, but nothing. Yeah, not for nothing, bro, but, uh... <laughs> You know, it was good. I was, you know, the other day this guy came over. Jeez, it wait, what? Yeah, like, wait, did you say anything? Yeah, like, yeah I was just uh, mush-mouthing it, mush-mouthing it. No, 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 just a few minutes you have to wait, okay? You sound like you're Spanish or Chinese. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Yes, yes, I am. I'm telling <laughs> I don't know that I've ever heard you, even in childhood or now. I don't that I really remember you doing an accent, like doing voices, man. I love how I even, even as a kid... I said, you sound Spanish or Chinese. Where are you from? You sound like you're from the South or somewhere. No, I just... <laughs> there's just all kind of drawls and accents that come out of me, but I'm from Brooklyn, actually. You're good at it. Oh, yeah, thank you, thank oh. you. Jimmy takes code switching to a whole other level. <laughs> he, like, I, I call it Hoff switching. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm from wherever you're from. <laughs> All right, Danziger's own meeting. We have to talk about Nate's shoes. Is this a program that we really want to have? I don't know. I mean, does he really know that much about shoes? I don't know anything about shoes, and I'm very interested. I don't I just don't understand. He's got so many different characters already, and it would go on and on and on and something like that. So this was the. Uh, meeting to discuss Elon's schizophrenia. <laughs> <laughs> Let's discuss it with all of his personalities. Title of the show, Elon's Schizophrenia. Forget Someone me. stuck up in the gym. Never Somebody heard that. stuck up in the chimney and I don't know what it is, it was like a... but he's in there is that the tone? It's kind of like that, yeah. Julio's cooking show reminds me of Snoop Dogg doing Planet Earth. The best thing about Snoop Dogg doing Planet Earth is that he has no knowledge of the animals he's talking about. <laughs> so he's like, hey, yo. What's this one right here? Oh, damn. Look, look. Oh, snap. Have you actually watched Planet Earth with Snoop Dogg? Yeah, you didn't know this is a thing? So Neil deGrasse Tyson gets to do the universe show, but Snoop Dogg gets to do the Earth? Of they, course. It well, all makes They sense. just started getting clips and like just getting Snoop Dogg to talk over them. I don't know if he did it himself or what originally, and people were like, yo, this is ingenious. He was watching a video of how hot dogs get made, and he's narrating it. And at the end of it, he goes... Oh, that's hot dogs right there? Oh, I ain't never eaten a hot dog again. Yo, if I'm at the barbecue and my man comes up with a hot dog, I'm going to slap that shit out of his hand. The sun, the sun, fiery golden sun. I've reached you, I'm with you at last. No more pain, no more tears, no more oil and gears. Those things are not a powder part of my past. It reminds me of uh, Springtime for Hitler. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It's like the inconvenient truth version of Springtime for exactly, Hitler. Exactly, exactly. You know. Wow, that just says the box office written all over it. <laughs> We've got a hit on our hands. Let's just take a 10-year-old movie at a musical that was big 15 years ago. I mean, and... imagine if Al Gore was the singing host. Hey, it doesn't he have some he kind be... of a speak? You know what? I'm going to go ahead and say, I'll take the compliment about my singing voice. I probably have a better singing voice than Al Gore. Most likely. I'm going to say that. I'm going to put that out there. But if he'd been singing during that campaign, we'd be calling him President Gore. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> if he showed up to every like campaign event like, I'm here to tell you <laughs> about global stuff. 
And then Joe Lieberman comes in with the bridge. I don't understand why we can't get along <laughs> when I just want to sing this song. <laughs> oh, my God. And Bush sucks. Hey, little darling, your love is legendary. Love's for letters. And in my dictionary, excuse my position, but it ain't missionary. Yeah, but I want to walk on the water with you. How would you do a Steven Tyler impression? All lips. Oh. <laughs> so he has mostly visual. Wow, what are you talking like? I mean, yeah, you do a lot of this and a lot of that, you know? Steven Tyler, I'm going to get breakfast. Let me get eggs croissant. Because you're up on stage, you might think the show is yours. But this show belongs to Mr. Rooney. We talk about himself in the third person. Like a fucking wrestler. We loved him. It was great. <laughs> Coming to the stage, the baddest man in Andover, Rooney! Mr. Rooney! And then he would finish the speech by saying, If you do anything on the stage or in the rehearsal room, under the level of standard that we've set up, I don't care if your grandmother is the Queen of England and your grandfather's the Pope. You'll be out of here sooner than you can say Jack Robinson. He would sing to us. He would go, oh, no. It's... Rooney's weedin' time. It's Rooney's weedin' time. It's time to say goodbye. It's time to say goodbye. And that was the song he would sing if he would kick someone out of the show. I think he would sing it probably <laughs> even amazing. on his own time at the in, in privacy, probably. Absolutely. Probably. Maybe he would be like he's doing some gardening. It's Rooney's time. <laughs> he's like you know the same way. He's locking the door. He's like sending lighting candles. It's Rooney's time. <laughs> I hate you, radio station. I hate your music. You suck, Alex. Get a new job. The young mouse, you must make sure that when you open the new theme park, make the ride manual. Make it fun. Well, I just want to make sure that all the young boys and girls will have a good time and learn the force. Make sure that the evil Sith don't come down and ruin my parade. I didn't care about what they thought of me because I knew that later on I was going to host a radio show where no consequences would ever befall me. One day... I can respect that. One day they'll see. <laughs> one day they'll respect me. <laughs> there are clips actually like that. I just, I just hope that one day I can record this and then people will listen and... I don't know. I feel like it has some legs. <laughs> I just want to tell you hello, your music like hello, so cool, hello, you know, I love it, hello, I just want to tell you that, okay, hello. The, the only thing I can think of that Claus Vane sounds a little similar to was the bad guy in um, Inspector Gadget. Oh, um, the, the, cl- the, cl- is it the claw, claw the, the, or just claw. Doctor, Doctor Claw, Doctor Claw, yeah, yeah. And I'll remember, get you gadgets I'll get you next time. That's perfect. <laughs> that's that was a really good uh, claw, man. <laughs> you guys learned London Bridge's fault when I was a kid. They, my parents taught me this song the same way, but I can tell you, guaranteed, my dad did not sing it to me. My dad, interesting. No, he did not sing. Yeah, it. hear the lyrics. Yeah. You can sing it on your own. Yeah. <laughs> Where did my dad become Irish all of a sudden? You can sing it on your own. Go out there and hit each other in the face with sticks. You know? I just want to know was the question you, you, you asked before 
biting here. Was it, a, was it like <laughs> Taliban style? No. <laughs> when no. you were in a cave? Oh, I'm was... going to destroy your apartment. <laughs> <laughs> no, and that's really not cool, Jim. I know. I Come know, on. I know. I know. I'm just like. That... I'm being dead serious. No. No. Oh, my God. I know what it was like. It was like, a, was it like a wrestling, like calling them out? I'm going to come and I'm going to give you the backbreaker, and you're going to have to answer to Bonesaw. You'll oh, always ever... find a way <laughs> to do pirate voices on this show. All right, you know, you that this voice is just, it's classic. Well, wasn't that cool, people? Yep, that was mighty fun. I just, I apologize. I thought they were going to be more entertaining. (laughs) 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 What you thought is true, old man, we can be rich by the morrow. First off, you were helping to collect a piratey crew, but must be strong and brave, for this treasure we seek is a treacherous one. Let me see if I can do it with no bass now. Let me try. If what you spout is true, old man, we could be rich by the morrow. Amazing! First, I need a piratic crew, but they must be strong and brave, for that's, this journey is a treacherous one. This makes me so happy. This is this is bravo. bravo. Thank you, thank you. Forget about it, man. For, well, no, well, I, I can't forget about it. It's impossible. I'm just because you're you. That's why. I'm, I remember everything, and I recorded it all. It's all for posterity purposes. It's posterity purposes. Posterity purposes. What's the name for the fancy schools? Conservatory. Institutions called. No, I was thinking of universities. No, just thinking of institutions. Like the, I- the Ivy, yes, Ivy. Like they always have like you know. You, I, I, again, like I didn't go to an Ivy, but I watched the Fresh Prince, and <laughs> so I know everything. So I have- oh, I've been making my deck for years. I've been working on this forever. Oh, this is the best one. My creatures can only be blocked if you fly, and you don't fly, so you're in trouble. Like it took that out of me. I have worked so hard for this. Was there ever a photograph of them dressed as bugs playing music? Beatles, right? I hope so. <laughs> I, I it better know. be, or it's just it's terrible false advertising. I like how the how how the wizard is just a jerk. I guess he was a jerk in the other one too. That was all sort of the deal. And she's yeah, like, "Why are you such a jerk?" Yeah. And then he's just like, "Oh, hey. I'm a floating head. You can deal with it." Yeah. And he's like, "Well, I just hide behind this curtain, and I like to be a jerk." And you know what? That was basically that was just like the internet before the internet existed. That the the Wizard of Oz was basically the very first troll. <laughs> <laughs> and it, like people would come and like give him stuff, and he'd be like, "You suck! Get out of my house! You can't come into my house unless you do this." <laughs> and then he's like, he was hiding behind some some device. He was actually just like a just a, just a fat guy in his basement. Very sad. My first French kiss in Dear Diary. He's actually a famous country singer now. Amazing. He has a song called "Buy Me a Boat." All right. It's. <laughs> It's a song about boats. He like he like opened for like Garth Brooks and stuff. I mean, I've got a, a checkered past with boats. <laughs> I was like, what are you gonna say right now? I got a checkered past. I got boats. a checkered past with a caravan, and I know I'm going caravan. <laughs> I like that he whipped out. <laughs> The, the only impression I can really do at the very moment that I can possibly think of is Robin Williams because Robin Williams is the celebrity that everybody seems to always equate with me just by looks and by talking and all that sort of stuff. So if you really want to be told on the ground road, I'm going down a windy, windy road and I don't know where I'm going, but I feel like we're just going to veer off. 
Just like that. Not bad. Not I mean, bad. you've even got the hairy arms like him too, <laughs> and, the, and the hairy knuckles. Do not forget about the knuckles. He would come every summer, and I was just obsessed with him. And you know, as soon as I saw him, I knew I had to talk to him. So I would just like constantly, you know, the things you always do when you're a kid. You're just like pushing him off the dock, and you know, it's pulling like, his hair. Yeah, <laughs> the classic ways women show you they like him. Mm-hmm. Step on his toes, poke him in the eye. Yeah. It's like, what is this, the Three Stooges? I'll be like, <laughs> you're curly. Slightly. <laughs> Slightly. You're so, you're so handsome. I remember he was telling me about protein powder. He said, yeah, bro, I picked up a big bucket of protein powder, $35. Not bad. Not bad. <laughs> and you're like, it sounds like a mafia. It's like, ah, bad. I took it. But he's talking about protein. I mean, I died laughing. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. I mean, it's ex- it's exactly that, man. You know? Not it's bad. It's like, yeah, I seen this girl walking down the street the other day. Oh, boy, she has some kind of body on her. Yeah, it was just... <laughs> She got the bottoms coming in. There was Cazoli over there. You're like, wow. Yeah, she has some kind of Cazones, you know, and Zeppeli. Yeah. <laughs> like, Zeppeli, what is that? Yeah. Those, those must be testicles. My father picks up the tape and reads through the titles. names, the titles of the songs, and reads out loud to Eric. Eric, ¿qué es esto que estás escuchando? ¿Qué es esto? Soy psycho motherfucker. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> what is this? Soy psycho motherfucker. Don't take your shit from no one. Yeah. Kids, damn kids, listening to all this Which suicide music. Me, maybe around the same time of Lincoln Park, there was a band called Tattoo, T-A-T-U, yes. the two I'm lesbian familiar. girlfriends. Yes. Yep. I think that was the slightest dark age. I loved that song. I don't know why. All the things I got this bit about George H.W. Bush that I'm working on. Uh-huh. You can do it, Rocco. Come on, Rocco. <laughs> You, you, you got my stuff, Rocco. Read my lips. No new taxes. <laughs> that, that, that's the bit I'm working on. I've uh, been working on it for about 30 years almost. I tell people, it's like, you don't come to Brooklyn and someone does that and you're like, oh, are you are you like imitating us? Are you trying to insult me? Yeah. Are you trying to make a clown out of me yeah. right now? You know, just, what do I look? Am I funny to you? Like, like you're just going to come make fun of my voice? Like, come on, come on. Sitting here watching them, like watching a movie. You want them to get up, but they really don't. It's all acting. Heck, I should be an actor. <laughs> yeah, you will be a good actor, wouldn't you? <laughs> to apologize to our <laughs> Southern and Midwestern <laughs> listeners. Ola used to be my jam. I loved going on that site. But Rap Genius has kind of taken that share of the market. And like they give you such scrupulous details. Yeah, the annotation is wild. It's crazy. It's almost unnecessary. Well, a lot of things are like going down to the store, pour a forty out. Like that, that doesn't need a, like, a forty trans- ounces of malt liquor. Forty <laughs> ounces of malt liquor are usually poured out to uh, represent a loss that occurs when someone it's a, dies. It's a big up to all of his said homies. Al Pacino's in prison, and um, <laughs> he's like a guy who's gone through a lot. And you know, by the time already he, this is great. Yeah, by the time he gets to prison, like he's not putting up with any bullshit. So he's in the showers and he drops the soap. Oh, and he's as he's going to pick it up, like a guy comes up behind him, and the line is, "Get that dick away from my ass." <laughs> And my buddy used to have me do this. I'm telling you, every time I saw him. (laughs) (laughs) So good. (laughs) Now, Pacino these days is very selective in the roles he picks. But I bet he would pick that one with the screenplay. (laughs) If someone handed him that screenplay, he's like, this is the role I was born to play. (laughs) 
I've been waiting for 15 years for this role. You can just imagine the look of disdain in his eye when he's saying that line. That'll be his big comeback. I'm trying. What? You know, Who's the, that? That's the sound that they make when they're turning and when they're transforming. Oh. The transformer goes. Bravo. I mean, that, that's, I, a, that's a good rendering. I don't know. It sounded to me. It sounded like an awful sick baby dinosaur. Uh, I never conversed with a necklace. Believe it. There's actually things out there that you never would have expected would talk. The force is all around us. Clearly. <laughs> <laughs> so I had no friends. Here's a select sampling of some of our favorite clips from season three. We spent three months on Lost and Rewound, and we put it on, and we made four pounds each. And, and you know what? That was fantastic. That was a great feeling. That's someone we'd written. I don't know. I, You've made just... more money on your Lost and Rewound than I've made on mine, my friends, so <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> I was sharing about me what like disney princesses i was into at the time and um I was which is sh- all of them <laughs> mostly sleeping beauty but then i was like really yeah why yeah, every day oh my god i watched that movie so many times why that one <laughs> it's pretty dark like, yeah she is it's abused great. by them dwarfs there are not snow white sleeping beauty oh yeah sleeping beauty so uh, she's abused up. by her sisters so they're all of you. That's Cinderella. I definitely recognize that. But the one that really got me was the, was the door opening. Yeah, that door opening. I was like, oh my God, someone just came online. Don't stop. No stop. Oh my God. Oh my God. He rubbed my God. He my God. My God. He squeaked. My God. No more God. God. Gato obviously is cat, but he's referring to his cat like it's phallic. So yeah, exactly. Okay, I mean, I, I mean, look, none of this has to make sense. So. I like how you were trying to, to to explain and figure it out. You're like, so I'm pretty sure the cat is his junk. <laughs> yeah, and there's it's, logic and, hidden in there. And then he, he says how he needs to get a replacement one because it's synthetic. <laughs> <laughs> one band lead singer shot his thumb off at Woodstock 94 because he was trying to commemorate uh, Janis Joplin. That is such an oddly specific thing to occur. That doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. That, that We would have heard about that. But I sounded so confident when I asked that question. Yeah, it's a trick question. It, it, didn't, it didn't seem... Like it was made up, like yeah, exactly. Like yeah. for a child to be like, oh, rah, rah, rah. people in the future will be like trying to find out about this obscure yeah. event that ever happened. If you asked me to come up with a fake event that occurred at Woodstock '94, I couldn't have come up with something as bizarre as that. We got invited to an '80s party, and Alan was like, "Well, we have to go as ET and Elliot." 
And I was like, well, all right, like, that's fine. I figured I would get to be Elliot. I had very short hair at the time, but I ended up as E.T. at this party. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. So we watched it um, on my birthday, and I would say I cried once or twice, but it was just not enough for Alan. (laughs) He cried for, like, two hours straight, and he very rarely cries during movies. He's, like, just kept, like, accusing me of not getting it, not caring. (laughs) And, like, I genuinely enjoyed the movie, but, like, I, I greatly let Alan down. In my reaction to E.T. Because you were not heightened emotionally enough? The fact that I could get up and walk away and live the rest of my life was wild to Alan. And he was like, don't you get why it was so sweet, why we did that costume? I'm like, honestly, it's a little weirder now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. In this tape, you will hear stories from six parents sharing experiences from their own childhood, as well as talking about the challenges they face in raising children. We hope that these stories will help you remember your own stories. While we focus mainly on stories that deal with cultural identity and racial prejudice, other aspects of identity and prejudice such as gender or class or disabilities or sexual orientation have the same underlying dynamics. So while you may not find the specific issue relevant to your family, the underlying issues will be relevant. Now let's begin with our first story. I don't even know if you just like sped it up of Mr. Postman, but it's crazy. It was r- ridiculous. M- Mr. Sandman. Sorry. Like I said, <laughs> Mr. Sandman, I got so excited that I totally screwed up the name of a very famous standard. The Jimmy hat is a, is a condom. Yes. That, was, that one's I learned that from like the that. Jungle Brothers. Someone told me that. And then <laughs> the the I, Jungle Brothers. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were going to say from the Jungle Book. I was like, <laughs> were, we, were, we, were we in the same Jungle Book, son? Like Mowgli? <laughs> What was he doing with these animals in the damn jungle? <laughs> well, well, Mowgli, uh, the bare necessities really involves this little package here. It's in a little, nice little plastic wrapper. You just take it out and you put it on your little dick there and you just... Bare necessities. <laughs> <laughs> well, not bare necessities. We call them bare necessities because you're not wearing any clothes. Take yeah. off that little red diaper, Mowgli. Take, just take it out. Oh, take it the out. dark places that goes... Goodness. Oh, uh, Hakuna Matata? <laughs> uh, your brother used to poke fun at me and Amol actually the both of them would constantly make fun of me when I was in 8th grade for wearing a No Doubt t-shirt because I went to a No Doubt show at Roseland Ballroom as well actually the Don't Speak video was partially filmed at that show but they well, would... I can tell you that Levi had no business doing that because he definitely listened to No Doubt. Ah. <laughs> Absolutely. Who, who the first time I heard No, no doubt. doubt was when we went to see your sister Cammy in San Diego. Yeah, same. And I remember, I think I had this conversation with you, Dad. I was like, you know, they're good, but her voice, it's just too strange. They'll never make it. <laughs> yep. I should be a scout. All I remember is they were like, No Doubt rules. No Doubt rules, Alana. No Doubt rules. <laughs> I am sorry. They were, uh, yeah. They were great. They I'm paid sorry. attention to me. That's all I needed. I needed the attention. A little <laughs> punk eighth grader being paid attention to by the high schoolers. The honeymooners, mash, happy days, like oh, welcome back, Cotter, like all that vintage late Nick 70s. Nick at night. 
Yeah, yeah, which which for me was real TV, but eventually morphed into for the younger people. Hey, no, Nick it's, at night. It's it's certainly. I feel very old, gentlemen, very old. Thirty-two kids who want to be in the spotlight. Or in grade twelve who want the spotlight, and that's all they want. Are there any that don't actually want yeah. the spotlight? Yeah, and when that happens, it's a big blessing. Like this kid, <laughs> it is. It really is. This- Dark thoughts. Dark thoughts of a black cat, meow. Dirty blood of a red cardinal, tweet, tweet. Eat that bird, cat, eat it. Forest camouflage for a green snake. Light hopes for a white bird's egg. Eat that egg, snake, eat it. Smelly manure from a brown cow, moo, moo. Monotonous buzzing from a blue bug. Swat that bug hard, cow. Swat it. Dark thoughts. So you wrote the second poem? I wrote that, yeah. I wrote I, that, that. That second poem is all me. Uh, I thought the first one was over the top, but the second one was definitely the, the, the better of <laughs> No, they both, they both have their qualities. Come on, man. Uh, Can't mean, you dig it? Can you dig it? <laughs> I mean, I'm telling you, man, there was <laughs> there's something strange. That led you to write a poem about a cow swatting a fly away from a turd pile. What'd you get for Christmas this year? Oh, I got a bread maker. Oh, it's a really nice one, too. Oh, does it make good bread? I don't know. I I haven't used it yet. Oh. Well, it's just easier to buy bread at the store. Unfortunately, that's what many Christians do when it comes to prayer. I don't know when Jerry Stiller started doing Christian teachings, but a uh, guy's not Christian, and he's telling <laughs> me the word of God. I don't know what to believe anymore. Basically, the verses were recorded by us in 1989, but us being mischievous, like cool kids we were in Ecuador, we will record the hooks or the choruses in 1990, pressing stop or pressing pause and recording our voices oh along with the song. So it's like 88, the, the, the verse, 1990 or 1991, the choruses and the hooks. It was, it was you, were, quantum you, you, you were music collagists. I, I, I was Scott Bakula in quantum <laughs> <laughs> you know My um, dad has been in cover bands his whole life. Awesome. So he's sort of like a famous local musician. Like everyone knows about Joe Dre, the guitar player. Sweet. <laughs> Is he also a doctor? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I see what you did there. You see that. You see that. I actually wanted to become a doctor just so I could be called Dr. Dre. But oh yeah, I th- I kind of wanted to become <laughs> a character from Peanuts so I could be Snoop Dogg. <laughs> <laughs> is that too much for you, buddy? <laughs> Childhood re- is real. I mean, it's yeah. Terrified to have a girl. Like, what if she's. Like I was. Yeah, I feel like I'm going to get punished. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just know. I just can feel the future. Was it your dad the one who was driving what looked like a freaking ectomobile? Yeah, he drove the, the <gasps> Ghostbuster. Holy shit! My father drove the Ghostbuster ambulance around Brooklyn that said wildlife control on it. Yeah. And oh, the, wow. So they based the name of the band off that car that they saw? I would not be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> you would listen to foul humor! Like the one about the chicken. Why did chicken cross the road? I don't know. Don't ask my mother. My mother dead. 
Kill the army, kill the navy, kill the air force, kill mom! Blow up mom? Wait, what? <laughs> you, didn't you say you're gonna blow up mom? Yep. That's, uh, was, did mom walk into the room at that point? This was just deep-seated blowing up mom tendencies. <laughs> Oh, that's just deep-seated stuff right there. I don't know what's going on. Uh, this is you walking down the road music. Walking down the street music. This is what it sounds like when you walk in a story. <laughs> he's not like his friends. I think he'd be... I think he's... He'd never hurt anybody. He'd never take anything from anybody. He'd, he'd probably say anything bad, but I don't think he'd say anything to hurt anybody. I mean... I mean, not do anything. I mean, he won't do anything to hurt anybody. He might say something to hurt somebody, like he did to me, but I won't tell you. <laughs> and, um, but it wasn't too bad. He actually was very nice to me. You know, he was not interested in me, but he would be, you know, very friendly to me. And one time he invited me back to his house to have a snack, and <gasps> I was like... Uh, I was like, we're getting married now, obviously. I mean... <laughs> and what are your children's names? <laughs> I'm just envisioning Bob's Burgers uh, when Tina, when a guy is interested in her and that all of a sudden there's like a montage where it's like, oh! Oh, yeah. I mean... I can't believe I, it. I have floating. a guy who likes me. Yeah, I was floating on air. Global warming isn't real, right? Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's, exactly. It's what in 2016. We I mean, all let's be real. Let's just be real now. We now all know this. Uh, Trump's going to win, and it's not real global uh, warming. Knock and, on wood. Dude. I mean, but the global warming will be good for the lizard people, though. It, it, actually, it will be. This is true. They like that. They need to be in the sun times of the day. You know, there will be more rocks for real estate that we'll be living under. Oh well. Maybe for $350. $350 to be under a rock. Yeah, you know, that's going to be the new uh, Soji screen in the living room. You I got actually... a sick pad, man. How long have you been under that rock for? Again, for people who don't speak Spanish, the fact that he was singing very serious songs, and then you guys were singing <laughs> yeah. theme songs to cartoons from yeah, the 1980s. Yeah, 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 He-Man. Yeah. He was, they were singing He-Man He and the Masters yeah. of the Universe. <laughs> the universe is protected by the power of Grayskull. Yeah, so we're singing, and we feel it in my bone. I felt it in my bone. And you guys were feeling it, I could tell. You yeah, were, like, I, I you were was, into it, yeah. yeah. That song, the first song that we sing, like, is a moment at two. That's from Karate Kid. We just, we didn't know the words. So we're just phonetically trying to imitate. Well, the, the whole hum what I say in there is hummus and me. I, I was clearly hungry, like I am right now. I'm just asking for some hummus. <laughs> hummus and me, so hummus to me, you know, that kind of thing. Did you partake in a little showmance? Are you allowed to talk I... about a showmance? I Damn. did have a boy. We did Joseph in the Amazing Technicolor coat my junior he, year. Did did he have that coat on? Was he was coat? Joseph, and I was um, co-narrator. Oh, okay. There we had two narrators, and at the end of the final closing night, he asked me out on stage in front of everybody. What? I know. Wait a second. I was like mad about it. Yeah, that's. Come I was on. like, dude, you no, can't, you can't do that. That takes everybody out of the story. That's, that's like proposing to your girlfriend. At the end of the show, the at the end, family. it ended, and we were giving like gifts to the theater teacher, and then he turned around. And he was like, he's also was Joseph, so he was like in the Technicolor coat, he do whatever the fuck he wants, totally abusing his power, and he's like, Joy, will you go out with me? And I was like, Are you fucking kidding me? 
that no. sucks, man. And then later I was like, okay, fine. I'll go out with you. <laughs> it still worked. So but it worked. I'm mad about it. <laughs> so it worked. That's, That's that coat, man. He was a little shit, though. Coat. He was just being a shit. Uh, it, it, was, it was a t-shirt with, with a robot on it. I paid four pounds for it, and I loved that t-shirt. It was fantastic. And I just... I wore it every day in summer, and I ended up being sick of it. But I definitely got my four pounds out of it, so I was quite impressed with it. You, you spent four pounds on a shirt, and then you got four pounds back for producing Lost and Rewound, so consider it yeah, all full yeah, circle. The cycle of life. Translation, please. Think of, fill, fill in some of those blanks. So my dad was saying, uh, 23 years from now, you're going to be on a podcast. <laughs> you you seem like you're really concentrated on writing the story, and I'm like way more interested in, in sounding cool. I feel like that's what I what I get from it. You know, that's kind of like the dynamic we have right, right now, now on this, this show. <laughs> it just keeps going. It just keeps going. We've had some very entertaining times this season, Jimmy. Well, if it wasn't for this show, we would never listen to this crap. Well, <laughs> I, I'm th- I, I, yo, we are thoroughly entertained. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of stuff unearthed that might have otherwise not been so. Yeah. Well, hey, I mean, you're a record digger, so it must be something... What did you call me? <laughs> you dig the records. Yes, that's true. You, I'm, I'm thrilled you... that the Radio Free Brooklyn has now turned into some sort of record store rather than a bike shop. Yes. It's amazing. It is now Secondhand Records NYC. You can go check them out online at secondhandrecordsnyc.com. I'm sure. going to check them out in the front of this building you should. as soon as we get out of here. There's also some Radio Free Brooklyn swag to be gotten there if you check out the main location here in bushwick but if you want to donate the you know the real american pesos the mon- the monies we can accept submissions to our show directly at radiofreebrooklyn.com slash lar or for the station as a whole radiofreebrooklyn.com slash pledge that's right go to the patreon page and check it yeah. out so many perks for every donation you wish to yeah. provide but it was a great season man yeah dude we killed gonna, it. We're bringing it back next season, opening day. I'm going to spring training. I'm going to work on remembering the stuff I've already said. <laughs> I, I have to thank Doug while we're in this room because I do remember in 2012 when we came up with this idea for the show. And uh, you were there too, Jimmy. It was uh, the three of us were there specifically in the backyard of Doug's apartment. We were all at my side. house. Uh, trying to watch uh, a rap battle live stream. That KODD, was, yeah. That was oh, yeah, down. That, yeah. So we were like, well, what do we do now? Want to make a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> and now the podcast is a broadcast. You can catch us here every Thursday, and season four begins next week. We are live at RadioFreeBrooklyn.com every week. So we look forward to you coming back and checking us out next week for a new season. Could even be a guest on the show. Submit uh, all your stuff to us at LostAndRewound at gmail.com. Before we go, Doug, did you uh, have anything you wanted to plug? Uh, Sure, yeah. Snaps and Hooks on Instagram. Same on Mixcloud, Snaps and Hooks. Uh, It's record a week. I buy one record a week, and every few months I take them all and make a mixtape out of them. And it's a fun practice in making things fit together that don't because I don't buy the records uh, 
uh, with the mix in mind. So it's like a funny mishmash, and every now and then you get some goofy transitions and stuff, and it's a good time. Excellent. Well, thank you all for being here with us. Yeah, uh, thanks for coming through, man. It was a pleasure. Absolutely. Thank you to Doug Johnson. Uh, uh, Mel- I hope Melissa feels better soon. Yes, Melissa Lloyd, yeah. please feel better. We will definitely have to make up for lost time and get her in the studio when she is all better. But in the meantime, we wish you a happy rest of your day, and we will look forward to you tuning in very soon. My name's Alon. And I'm Jimmy. See us next season right here on Radio Free Brooklyn. Lost and rewound. You can turn the page.